Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This cautionary tale, Story Club members, might make you not want to hang out with the cool kids. It's one I call Blood Ritual. The campfire flickered in the chilly summer night. The orange flames painted dancing shadows on the surrounding trees. Maggie Batson was sitting with about 30 other campers and wasn't in a social mood. She was attending Mellowwood Summer Camp for two weeks. Her parents had forced her to attend. It was only day five out of 14. Most of the kids were from small towns or they acted crazy. She had pretty little in common with them. And then there were the lame arts and crafts, campfire sing-alongs, and activities like sit-up contests. Boring. Maggie was having none of it. She couldn't do arts and crafts to save her life, wasn't a singer, and she got nauseous whenever she tried to do even one sit-up. Maggie found three of her fellow campers interesting, though. For one thing, they weren't running around making fools of themselves like the others. They seemed to observe everything with detached coolness. They acted like they were better than everyone else. Maybe they were. Caleb Joyce had the face of a movie star and a penetrating stare. Kyle Morrison had blonde curly hair and an intense presence, and Marla Weston had fiery auburn hair and a wide smile. Through the crackling campfire, Maggie watched them. You know what? To heck with it, Maggie thought. I'll talk to them. The worst they could do is tell me to get lost. Rising, she walked over and sat down next to Kyle. Are you having a good time? Kyle asked. Mm, Not really, Maggie said. It doesn't look like you guys are either. I'm Maggie, by the way. Yeah, we know, Caleb said. You've been watching us for days. It's gotten a little annoying. Oh, sorry, Maggie said. I just don't really know anyone here. Neither do we, Marla said. You don't seem like all those other dopes. Maggie got to know the mysterious campers. They'd come all the way from Seattle. This was their first time. They didn't talk much about their parents, but they did speak about how much fun they had with their friends back in the city. If you want to be our friend, Kyle said, there's something you must do. A small cabin stood about a quarter mile from the camp. All the windows were shattered, the roof moss-covered. The stairs to the tiny front porch were falling apart. Though it was the middle of July, a chill hung in the air. Maggie couldn't help peeking over her shoulder, feeling almost like she was being watched. Something wasn't right about the place. We found this place the first day we got to camp, Marla said. 
And we found the guy who lives here the second day, Kyle said. He only comes out at night. See the shutters? Caleb said. They keep out sunlight. The guy is a vampire. We want you to go inside, get proof, and then report back. A vampire? No way! You want me to break into his place and snoop around? What if he comes back while I'm in there? That's crazy! He won't be back until morning, Kyle said. If he's really a vampire, Marla said, we can go to the authorities. They'll nail the guy and we'll be heroes. Like the four musketeers, Kyle said. Maggie hoped the cabin door would be locked so they could all return to camp. To her surprise, it opened. She took a deep breath and walked in. Lanterns were burning inside, casting a soft glow. The place was run down, reeking of mold. There were the lanterns, a few bags, a couple of chairs, and that was it. Nothing on the walls, no personal touches. Whoever was living here had only been doing so a short time. If a vampire really does live here, Maggie thought, then what am I looking for? The answer made the back of her head tingle. A coffin? On the side of the room stood a door. Maybe a coffin was hidden behind it? Maggie moved aside a wooden chair blocking the way and opened the door, peeking inside. No coffin. Only a pantry full of ancient canned and pickled goods. Creak. Somebody had stepped up onto the front steps. <gasps> He's home, Maggie thought. She hid inside the pantry, closing the door most of the way, but leaving a crack to see through. Somebody entered the cabin. Heavy footsteps clomped from the main floor. Something made a clunk on the floor, like a wooden box being set down. Maggie pressed her eye to the crack of the open door. A man in hiking boots and a parka straightened up, stretching his back. He didn't look like a vampire, or at least from what Maggie had seen in the movies. This guy was old, maybe as old as Maggie's grandfather, with a short, white beard, round face, and plump stomach. He seemed tired. The man lit a little gas cook stove and placed a pot of water on it. He picked up a jar of instant coffee from the counter. Vampires drink coffee? Maggie wondered. Then the man turned and peered right at her. His eyes were as cold as ice. Maggie shuffled back to the safety of the shadows in the pantry. The man opened the pantry door and searched around inside. He grabbed a can of beans off the shelf. Maggie's eyes were wide, her heart pounding. Any moment, this maybe vampire could discover her and have her for dinner. Maggie could not take the suspense anymore. Screaming, she bolted from the pantry. The man had a look of astonishment on his face. Before he realized what Maggie was doing, she had shoved him into the pantry and wedged a wooden chair under the doorknob tightly. The man pounded on the other side of the pantry door. Hey, let me out! In the main room, Maggie grabbed the man's wooden box from the floor and dashed out of the cabin. You're making a serious mistake! The man roared from inside the cabin. Maggie returned to her waiting friends. I trapped a vampire in the pantry, but I don't know for how long. Leave that to us, Caleb said. We'll take care of him. Maggie set the box down. I got his stuff. Inside the box were wooden stakes, a hammer, a crucifix, garlic, and some vials of water. Wait, why would a vampire carry all this stuff around? These were all things the nocturnal bloodsuckers feared, right? Then she had a horrible realization. Caleb, Kyle, and Marla all showed their teeth that resembled blades of ivory. 
We've finally rid ourselves of that horrible vampire hunter, Nelson Van Helsing, Caleb said. Everywhere we go, he follows us. It's been decades. You did it, Maggie, Kyle said. You're the first human who didn't fail us. After we vanquish Van Helsing, Marla said, we can roam the earth without fear. Are you ready to join the club, Maggie? Caleb asked with a toothy grin. The four musketeers, Kyle said. The three vampires moved in on Maggie to make her one of them. Okay, so this is a great story about peer pressure. I don't care how cool your potential friends are. If something seems off, get out of there. I guess Maggie learned a little too late that her situation was a real pain in the neck. <laughs> Meet you back here tomorrow for another episode. Because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.